Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about the church, music, movie, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff and this is Dr. T. Hey, neighbors. And this is Big Dre. What up, neighbors? Hey, can I get a button for the air horn? Whoa, Dr. T is happy today. Gave us half body roll right there. Half just uh, you know what? Just it was it was a, a, a sanctified body roll, saints. It, some, it of, was. some of y'all be dry snitching on us, but we're gonna talk about that later. Uh, it's, it's, hey, we got we got watchers out there. Are we getting kicked go. out of church? No, nah, we ain't <laughs> gonna dry snitching. Okay. Dry snitching <laughs> who? Uh, the, the powers that be, the what, powers, what powers that, that be. I believe it. I Brother, it. I had a uh, crossover in my life. Okay, recently happened in which the like the church side caught up with the professional side. Okay, and people who didn't know that we I do this church thing as well, like saw me like behind the mic, and then also saw me in a professional capacity. Like, hey, I know him. I had switched my name up and everything, and it were it turned out well. But it still worries me every time, brother. It still worries me every time. Because there are certain... I act different ways in both settings. Let's put it that way. Of course and, you do. I, yeah. I would expect anyone we, to. We hope so. Yeah, I, would, I would expect us <laughs> all to. But yeah, man. It, it's, it's just a, it is an interesting thing when those crossovers happen. But it actually turned out very good. Got to meet some good young people. I'm just happy to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Amen. Hey, I still, man. after all that, I still don't understand the whole powers that be, and brother. People be man, people just be snitching. First of all, let me kind of shout out all my people who aren't commenting but are watching. I see you, and I still appreciate you. Don't text me. I love you. Though. Oh man, don't text me. All right, shout out to all the neighbors. Want to thank everybody for hanging with us on today. All of you that are with us live on Facebook and YouTube, appreciate you hanging with us. Those of you that are commenting, we see our comments. Thank you for getting it started early. And thank you to those who are shame watching and not commenting at all. And will never comment. We still love y'all. We're happy that y'all watch, right. even though you're shame watching. All are welcome. Don't participate. The least you could do is hit the like button. Share. <laughs> do something. No, just so you know, nobody knows if you hit the like button. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody, it's no shame. Your secret is still safe. So it's going to help us out. It's safe for me. Like, share, yeah. Help us out with the algorithm. Let, let, help us let Facebook know this show is worth something. Help us spread some neighborly spread love. Some, so share, like, do something right now. Um, All of y'all. I can't share and talk at the same time. I'm old. Can y'all walk and type text at the same time? Absolutely. Walk and text. Yeah. I was doing that today. I was walking and sending an intense email today, actually. And it actually it made the email because the email was right. kind of sad. Oh. But I was able to, I don't know, walking and typing. I was like, yeah, and I'm gonna tell them this. I felt more powerful mm -hmm. in your stride. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna tell them this, and then I'm gonna say this. Boom. And you don't put no extra words. You know, you don't say women tend to, this is research folks, so don't blame me. <laughs> women tend to add extra words to things. 
We tend to apologize for stuff that nobody should apologize for. Mm. We tend to say please when y'all we apologize. don't need to. Let's clean this so. up. Y'all apologize to each other. Y'all don't apologize to us. I wasn't going to say nothing about that, but let's call the husband. I mean, in, I mean, in a professional, I mean, in professional communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't mean exactly. at home. Yeah. Not, no, to per- I mean, not, not to the people you love. Emails. Not at home, not in the street, nothing. <laughs> not, not to the people you love, that matter. <laughs> not us, not just to everybody suit. else. Look. Exactly. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Why you see let's, look, let's keep it all the way real? I mm-hmm. am talking about a specific context. I'm so whereas saying. women would do a lot of I tell my students it's throat clearing. It's like, you know, it's 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 um written, but it's like throat clearing. Don't clear your throat, just say what you gotta say. <laughs> but that no. comes from a place of fear. But women are conditioned to say, you know, if if we come into a room and everybody else is early. And we're on time. We tend to make up. We tend to start by like saying an excuse of why we're late, even though we're not late. Or mm-hmm. if everybody else responded to the email before we did, we might say, "Oh, I apologize for." No, it, you don't know, gotta apologize. Say what you gotta say. No, no. Okay. Let me ask you a question, Terry. Terry, just for the audio listeners, Terry is a man, but he uh, kind of sums up the psyche of a woman. Basically, I'm sorry that you think you need an apology. <laughs> Exactly. That's pretty much how it goes. See, I, you ain't gonna get me in trouble tonight. I'm just nodding the head and mm-hmm. right, you can't be mm-hmm. any more trouble than we we be any other. Right? That's true. We just tell, we are here precisely. <laughs> just telling the truth. That's all we doing. And so since y'all mentioned since y'all mentioned texting and walking, just a quick nerd note. I'm trying to help the neighbors out. So okay. there used to be, I think it still exists, but it used to be an app that enables you to text and walk. What happens is it um, you open it, this text app and it opens your it uses your camera so you can see the ground. So basically you're looking at your screen and you see the ground below you mm. because of your camera. And on top of that is your is your text no, message. More distracting. Interesting. That's so actually you're walking, you're seeing, you're texting, but you're seeing the ground. But you can't you but you can look around your yeah, I no, I don't like that. I'm just saying, I'm I don't not like saying that. It's a great app. I'm just saying. The reason why most of y'all don't know about it is probably because it's not a great app. Because people were walking off cliffs. I'm just just into into lakes. Cliff, the fact that you knew about that app took you up in my nerd ratings at least three spots. I'm a nerd. I listen to tech podcasts. You are a full nerd. Like you're a black belt nerd. Like that, you were the highest level of nerddom. Because of the internet, I found out that there are a lot of people more nerdier than me, but I (laughs) I proudly. I am one there's, of those... there's levels to nerd. Down. Oh, there is. There is. Yeah. I have found that I am old enough now where I'm at the point I will stop and then text and then proceed to walking again. Because one of the two is not getting done right. Either this email or text is going to have a lot of typos or I'm going to potentially walk into somebody. And at my size, I can't afford to run over people because it's going to hurt someone and probably not me. And I, I've, I've had a kid or two bounce off of me before it's happened. Hey, let me tell you this real quick. Speaking of people bouncing off of people, I, I promise you, this is going to be short. This is going okay. to be short. Okay. So in the same way, there is a flow to traffic when you drive. There is a flow to traffic when you walk. 
There's one lane going this way. There's one lane going that way. Not in these parts. I tell you what. I tell you what. You're going to take your privilege somewhere else. Go ahead and walk into me, buddy. Go ahead and see what happens. And people look shocked that I do not move. And I take my big behind. I walk straight forward. (laughs) And they expect you to duck or to move. You have never seen little kids just dodge out the way the last second like they in the Matrix. Because they really thought I was going to move. You have lost your ever-loving mind. You are three deep on the sidewalk, three across. No. One lane, move your behind. Otherwise, you're going to catch these bows. I've been in the gym. You're going to catch one. That's See, all the I'm thing saying. is, and I'm not even, you know, between you and I, you would win the height competition. All day. And probably the throwing bows competition. However. Know. You are a Delta. Yeah. Let me tell you. I don't that. move either. Yes, it does. I'm not even sure if they see move. me. <laughs> I have like bumped into people mm-hmm. and I've On been purpose. this close. I'd be like, Oh Lord, I can't have, I, I have to remember it has nothing got? to do with my job. It's all about Detroit. I'm a Christian. And so if somebody happens to know that and they see me acting a fool, like my fear is that if it was somebody from my church, I'd be like, Oh, they know me. Right. It's like, right. But if it was somebody from like, a church that we fellowship with mm-hmm. that has more, you know, wonderful people than beautiful people. They might be like, was that Tamika Townsend <laughs> cursing out that motorist? Just and blasting see, people. That would be, you know, and I would feel bad about getting kicked out of church for that. So, yo, I need, okay. To all my members on, on YouTube, Y'all are hilarious. I be in your comments. I don't know who you are from your nicknames. Like, I need... Yes. Just playing. Like, one of those is my nephew. I forget who he is every week. (laughs) King Fusion. I know who they are, too. I need y'all to use your names. Just switch to your names. Thank you, Chris Townsend, for using your name. I I can't give y'all... I can't hype y'all up if I don't know who you are. Whole show about these social, yeah. King Fusion the CJ. We can okay. do a whole show about okay. social media names because okay, King Fusion is CJ. He's funny because Lord, some of y'all, when I see you in, in person, I'm not supposed to call you by the name I used to know you as or call you by your, your Facebook name now. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there has been a whole season right through here of I've been just being excited about seeing people in real life, for instance. There are whole children who were born and I've only ever seen for the past year via the internet. And so when I see the little babies for the, Oh, I've only ever seen you on the internet. I look like an absolute nut and their parent is laughing because they know why I'm at the meantime, I'm freaking the kid out. I'm a neighbor. I'm a neighbor. I, I know you. One of these is Mac. I, I think just playing. I know Mac. Does like YouTube sometimes? So he'll switch between YouTube. Yo, and there's too many people <laughs> switching back and forth. 
Like, I need y'all. You know what? I need all the neighbors to go ahead and open up a Facebook account. Or CJ, G- CJ, he's keeping it clean, Donna. Donna say tell CJ to stop. He's, he's he's keeping it clean. <laughs> yeah, he, CJ ain't wilding tonight. No, keep, just, keep commenting because we need the algorithm. Yeah, to, we need the algorithm. Oh, because she can't see him. Oh, good, well played, King Fusion. <laughs> well played. Yo, we got y'all everywhere. And I just had one of the ghost watchers text me. Their feelings about people not moving out of their way. I'm not going to acknowledge it because you just texted me, Ghost Watcher. Ghost Watcher. Ghost Watcher number one. Ghost Watcher number one. It's all good. I love all of y'all Ghost Watchers, though. We we appreciate everybody. You know, get us to 100 views for the week. Amen. Amen. No, I'm on Facebook right now. So that's not Mac. Who is somebody? I don't know. Anyway, but it's good to see everybody. Once again, to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 Just know if I see you in person, I'm going to call you by the name I used to know you as and not whatever your new Facebook social media name is. All right. Uh, uh, all right. Delicious X or whatever you people want to call each other. Can I talk about this? It's not. Let me let me make sure this isn't on my rant list because hold on, because I'm really going to make sure because I need to. Yes. Let me talk about this. What are y'all doing out here in these streets that you feel is so important that you need to actually print up a graphic of your social media names and put it on your car? People now print graphics, stickers, and have their Instagram, their Twitter on the windows of their car. When you're an influencer, you got to... When you think you're an influencer... (laughs) Influencers be influencing. You got to keep it up. I have never seen this. It's no, it's I've seen it more and more. It is a real thing. Is it is more of an urban thing, but people be out here putting their twitters, their uh, their snaps, and their IGs, and having their whole names printed up on there. Um, I don't get it. It, it is it's a whole lot happening. Here's the problem with that though. Right. See, this is why I never got vanity plates. Because I don't want nobody to know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was younger, exactly. Right. When I was younger, like when I first started driving, I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't need oh. to be trackable. That's a solid point. No, a- I do not want to be like, oh, that's such and such. Nope. Especially in this tiny town. See, this tiny town, I have the singularly most, I don't like to use this phrase, but it really applies. I have the singularly most, um, some would say ghetto vanity plate in all of State College. (laughs) So my vanity plate. (laughs) It's basically graffiti on a It is. (laughs) My vanity plate on the front of my, like, on the front of my car has, (laughs) has a it's so a not big your cross. actual, not your actual license plate. No, no, it's like it's like a, it's in the front. Yeah. The, the kind of joint you get from the mall. No, exactly. I had this. This I was had, special made though, Cliff. I had a graphic. I had a graphic artist make this and print okay. this for me. Gotcha. It costs it. It costs a little bit of money. I it has a it has the name of my car. Okay, my car has a name. In, a, in case in case they can't see the name of the car on the back. No, no, no! Oh, I named. Name, oh, I'm sorry. That name. Okay, I'm sorry. I named my car. Oh, yeah, like, like my Kit. car's name is Divinity. Okay. Divinity. Yes. Um, it has a big cross, and then it has logos of my three teams on it. Uh, my okay. high school team, my Eagles, and my Penn State Lions, 
And these aren't the normal logos. These are logos. Know the high school team was on there. Okay. I had developed. And so <laughs> people don't, because they can't really see me in my car. And there are people, a lot of people who have the same color car as I do. But they see my license plate. And I didn't know, is this recently people have been telling me how they feel about my license plate and what they feel it does or does not bring. You know what, bump you. I like my license plate. I'm going to keep it. And I'm gonna do the same thing with the next whip I get. I'm gonna tone it down a little bit, though. I'm gonna tone it down. Well, I don't know how we, I don't know how we got here, but how about yeah? We, how I'm about sorry. We on? Because you know, God bless the people who have hung with us this long and haven't said I'm checking out. <laughs> right. We have all, a real show. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. All right. It's all it's all good. It's all good. All right. So first thing I'm gonna talk about. There is an article in Essence. Right. And shout out to uh, Natalie James, who brought this to our attention. So there's an article about how um, black millennials are reimagining and changing the way that um, they experience church. So one myth that we probably heard over the last couple of years is that uh, young black people are are leaving the Christian faith. And let, let some people tell it's happening in droves. Well, actually, um, the, through the research that this article points out, that's not the case. Um, young black people are still, um, their, their Christian faith is as strong as ever. However, they are changing the way that they approach and they look, they look at church. Mm -hmm. So now, I think, uh, according to this article, there are a lot of uh, young black people mm -hmm. who are looking for a more uh, inclusive uh, church experience. Mm -hmm. They're looking for church to speak to them as uh, they experience life today so to speak to cultural issues to to speak to women in leadership to speak to lgbt issues and lgbt inclusion um and so as a result and, and because uh, COVID has helped because for a long time a lot of us weren't physically in church uh black millennials are now finding um fellowship online mm -hmm. so they're finding people who look and think like them online and so their fellowship that used to occur in church now they're getting online in a more in a different way so uh i, I believe y'all read the article i want to know what y'all think about this whole thing i tried to something all that up that was a lot go, go dr t dr t is <laughs> bursting at the yeah. yo yo you got you got two minutes keep it tight yo she is bursting at the seams here <laughs> I got so deep into this article. So you started reading first of other all, articles. Yes. Oh, yes. I cross-referenced so it. Like yeah. the woman who wrote it, who wrote the article, she has a book coming out. I looked her up. I I, I was she done you know, just, a professional email already. They're gonna do lunch. <laughs> <laughs> she already knows her. But I appreciated this. Um what I but I had a lot of questions, and so one of right. the questions I asked myself is, Can you leave the church without leaving the body of Christ? Mm. Okay, okay, talk on and that. And I thought about, Well, isn't church just a community of believers, right? Isn't what we are called to fellowship? Uh, and that fellowship or that assembly could take on any number of configurations. Also, I was like, I just, I was talking, okay, Chris and I have been talking, so I had to, I had to will him in, uh, into my like, you know, sort of brain training. <laughs> yes. 
So here's what I also dropped in my mind today. Okay. The first thing that Jesus came when he did, you know, when he was establishing his ministry, he didn't go start a temple. Mm-hmm. He was a traveling radical. Right. He went out to the people. He was just, all right, we here today. We gone tomorrow. You Turn know, yeah. I might come back through in a few weeks. You know, catch me if you can type deal. Mm-hmm. So there's something about... So that suggests to me that there are alternatives, that there are many ways that we can encourage one another, uplift one another, sing songs of praise and worship, um, correct one another, fellowship, be in assembly, be in community without encasing that um, or enveloping that in a formal institution. And Mm -hmm. I think that is the history and the root of the church biblically. And I do absolutely believe that's where we're heading. Go ahead. It's interesting that many people could almost see this as a moving away from the church. But when, as Dr. T just broke down, we're kind of getting back to the essence like we're kind of getting back to the root of things. And so depending upon what you see, even the word we're using, the church, like are you talking about the body of Christ or are you talking about the physical edifice, like the actual physical building? Um, because a lot of that, a lot of stuff comes with each of those things. And I could, I think a lot of people are just wanting to move away from the stuff that comes with the quote-unquote church or the the church experience, you know, that there can be stuff that comes away, uh, that, that, that comes away, comes with it. Um, even the concept, here's going to be one of the hardest things that people are going to have to get used to. Like folks hadn't had to dress up in quite some time. And now when we're starting up church and people are doing church again, are, are, do we have to dress up again? Like, what does that mean? Like what, what the assumption that has upon both socioeconomic understanding that there's, there's a lot to it, but it's, it's a very interesting thing. Um, I, I personally love the fact that people are still finding themselves and finding what they want to be doing um, and how they want to commune with God. And as long as in the end, as long as they are doing that, that is what the important things. Now I do feel on the other hand, being an old head, I can understand there are some things that come with it being in the body that are beneficial. Uh, some of the accountability things, some of the community uh, things that are, do happen uh, within a church easier in, in terms of the physical, like being there together versus online or virtually. But I do love the fact that we are, as people finding ways to still be in God's presence, but eliminate some of that other stuff. So is the church losing its is it is it losing its relevance? Yes. <laughs> oh. I think that depend on in in a certain context. And this is why I say yes. So I think what we think of traditionally as the black church has lost its relevance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for two reasons. One is because 
a lot of black churches don't even want to say they're a black church anymore. Right. Because it's seen as exclusionary. Mm -hmm. And so you have a lot of churches claiming multiculturalism. We are a multicultural body or ministry. You still have some denominations, Kojic, AME, obviously, that are steeped in a black church tradition. But other churches have, I think, removed a lot of the blackness. They're, they've removed a lot of sort of the black aesthetic um, and, and they're not as rooted in tradition. Also, I think the black church, as we as we have imagined it in the past, has lost sight of two things. It has no race critique and it has no class critique. Right. Right. Struggle was a very powerful unifier. Oppression was a very powerful unifier. But if you aren't collectively fighting for civil rights or what have you, people are like they 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 have lost the the common ground. Mm -hmm. And so there's not this um there's not this force that's that's unifying people. And Millennials are like, well, I want to be a part of the struggle. If this, if this service, what's the point? Mm -hmm. At what point do we get to not just how I live my day to day, but at what point are we actually making a difference in a larger community outside of these walls? Mm -hmm. What is the point? And I think a lot of millennials are saying, I don't get the point. Go ahead. I, I was going to loop this back into music, but go go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I think that our generation, well, for us and a lot of people watching or listening right now, we grew up in a, a time where we grew up in the church where a lot of information was pretty much just do as I say, this is how it is. Right. Right. Because because I'm the church leader, this, this is this is how it is. Whether they may say that the Bible may say this or may not, but this this, this is just how it is. This is what's wrong. This is this is wrong. This is right. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. That kind of stuff. And for a lot of us, and I'll say myself included, for a long time, you just took it. That's just the way it is. Like you know, growing up, the time drinking was a sin, and um, a bunch of other stuff. Like uh, you just you just take it as it is. But this generation now has a lot more access to information than we did at their age. So they don't have to uh, accept what you say as the gospel truth when in a lot of cases it's not. And so they can learn information for themselves and they are learning information for themselves. And the things that they're learning and the things that uh, are being taught in some churches are not jiving. Mm -hmm. And and people are kind of pushing back against that because in a lot of cases, church is not reflecting culture and church is not speaking to culture. And there are certain things that um, that I believe that we as we as um, as a body of Christ, as the church, we have church leadership has not done a good job of, of arming membership with, with information about certain culturally relevant topics. 
know, I think we, we as, and I'll speak for my experience, that I don't believe churches I've been in have done a good job arming people with, with how to um, embrace or, or how to, for lack of a better term, um, engage with the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. So you can't just say it's wrong and that's it and, and no explanation, like no, no scriptural explanation for how you feel. You're entitled to feel how you feel about it, um, you know, whatever, but without any kind of scriptural backing. So if, if, and I'll just take the LGBT issue, if 90% of your church believes that, well, if, if your church as itself believes that LGBT, um, you know, being a member of the LGBT community is a sin or something like that. But those same people have no scriptural backing for that belief. That's a problem. So you want people to have a belief, but you don't give them scripture to support it. And you can you can you can tack that that same um, that same format to a lot of other things. You want people to have this belief, but you give them no backing. You you arm them with nothing behind their belief. And so millennials are are experiencing this, and they're they're tired of dealing with it. Could you put Derek James's last comment on the screen? Uh, uh, Derek James says lots of it was steeped in black respectability politics and millennials ain't trying to hear those tired tropes anymore. It it is a good, it's a very solid point. Um, The the church was so much more than just a religious, uh, a spiritual thing. It was a, it was for some people, it was a socioeconomic thing, you know, and, and what church you went to. And what you did inside of church, how much money you gave to the church, what you look like coming to church. Oh, yeah. Um, this a whole lot of stuff. It still it, is. It, it, it still is. <laughs> Come on. You couldn't let me slide on that. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it still is. And so the uh, younger people are starting are, are willing to question these things a lot more. And that access to information does have a lot to do with it. It's also a whole different thing nowadays. Um, people are having the opportunity to see larger parts of folks' life. Back in my day, the concept of who the pastor was or, or the elders were, were was so, they were almost like this thing up here that kind yes. of floated above everything. Yeah. But nowadays, everybody's business in some way, form, or fashion is just about everywhere. Yeah. And, we, and we're seeing more of your life and people are holding folks accountable to some things. And that is somebody, I think it was... Uh, Brother Brandon prayer for it. What a what a Brandon coming in from Arizona. Uh, but he he mentioned that the the hypocrisy of it all can get to people and they they're just not dealing with it. So it's a very interesting thing um yeah. about all of it. But I, I appreciate everybody. My man Chris gave me something deep in here. Let me read it first before I say anything. Okay, so there are many people that believe that when we when we come out of this pandemic, eventually, whenever that is, that many churches that were open two years ago will be closed a year uh-huh. n- now and a year from now uh-huh. because of um, they are unable to sustain membership. Uh-huh. And in some cases, members have, have found other places to take their affiliation. Uh-huh. And so any church that, that lacks young people. So I can tell you right now, if your church lacks young people. Um, your, your church is dying a slow death. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not, your church is dying a very slow death. The, the fewer young people you have, the faster your church will die. And so unless we're able to, to be relevant to that, that population, um, we're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which could mean just making room for 
questions. Yeah. Deliberation. Yeah. This is a, we're a very talkative generation. We're used to being able to talk things out and even to be able to disagree. But mm-hmm. traditionally in the church, there's no room to disagree. And there's even no on things that are right. Even when things to your point earlier, Cliff, even when things are really just tradition are yeah, a, a, a cultural construct. Exactly. Yeah. They are not scripture. But this is the and I'll, you know, hey, I'm just going to say what I got to say. Because. <laughs> The people who know me know that I love them. Um, We have got to do more than just say the Holy Spirit told me this. Mm -hmm. That is not sufficient because, well, if the Holy Spirit only told you, then how are the rest of us supposed to get in on that revelation? Mm -hmm. What's the where's where's the interaction and where's the communal piece to that? And I think that what I hear is a lot of stuff that's opinion. And it's okay. You get to have an opinion. You get to have a tradition. It ain't nothing wrong with tradition. Just call it that. Mm-hmm. That's your Don't ritual. pretend. Exactly. Don't pretend like this is somehow a holy or divinely ordained thing. No, you just like that song. That's okay. (laughs) Like it's it's all good. Just but 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 if that's the case, then understand. Sometimes we gonna sing that song when we doing communion, and sometimes we might sing this song. Mm -hmm. But let's not. You know, the problem is, I think when there's not room for disagreement or for alternative points of view. That that's the that's the thing that's um that's messing up. <laughs> Terry Watson is hilarious. Doctor T is like, show me the reference. I need I need your article. I need your source. Because what I'm that. gonna say, no, the Holy Spirit didn't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I I, I want to say this, and I want us to be to be clear. At least in my opinion, I'm sure you guys shared it. I appreciate and I'm grateful for the foundation yes. that the the generation that's before us laid in all mm-hmm. of their efforts and so this discussion is not to slight them that's and right. it's not to to um to bash them in any way I, I appreciate everything that they've done but i heard someone say on a podcast once that um when you think about a lot of the the thought processes and the traditions and the the, the norms that exist in, well, we'll talk about the black church now. So a person, so let's say uh, a minister who, a pastor who, let's say 60 or something, and a a church leadership that's in their 60s, they got what they, what they see as their norms or their way of thinking. They got that from somebody who got that from somebody else, who got that from somebody else who didn't know how to read. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. So a, a lot of things that that we that a lot of churches have established, that stuff was created by people who you can't read, and you establishing this stuff that's being handed down from generation to generation to generation. Hmm. And so there's a more you, you're inferring there is now more knowledge comes more questions. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I'm not knocking any any church for. I'm not saying you what you should or shouldn't believe. You're entitled to 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 interpret scripture. Any way you see fit, 
anywhere right. you feel the Lord is leading you. Mm-hmm. What I am saying is that you have to have rationale for your interpretation. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you see uh, that, that you feel like God is is called you to lead a group of people, you you have to be able to back that up with scripture and not just saying because it's wrong mm-hmm. or uh, that ain't right. And we got to stop with the name calling of people who don't who we don't believe who, who who not who don't follow what we believe is right. Right. Because that's not we definitely um we're not going to win them with name calling. I can tell you yes. that. I can't I can't tell you the exact way we will win them or they will be won. I can tell um, you what's not going to work. But but yeah, calling them names is not is not and, and call <laughs> call them names from from national pulpits. You know, yeah. from from call them names in, in 20,000 seat conferences and stuff like that and having everybody in the building co-sign it. Like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We not winning nobody like that. Or go oh like yeah, don't yeah. don't, don't it's, it up. Cause it's like you could be real surprised when you see some of those people in heaven next to you. <laughs> like I, I I think that we prioritize some of the you know God didn't say Jesus didn't say well go throughout the the world making perfect disciples of everybody right. go throughout the world checking everybody on their sins. The first and most important commandment is love. And mm-hmm. so much of what we do ain't got nothing to do with love. Mm-hmm. It's about judgment. Amen. Yeah. Which is ultimately steeped in fear. Come on. I'm afraid because I feel that way too. <laughs> so I'm going to call it out in you and so tell you you're going to hell me. if you do it. It's it's it exactly we just got to be able to tell the truth because we are all perfection or whatever we think of as, as, as perfection and holiness is not a requirement to get into heaven because guess what? You couldn't earn it. That yeah. is the point. Hmm. And if we real, we, we are all, if we're, if we're really honest, we, we all are just trying to figure this whole thing out in one way or another. Right, we are. <laughs> like none yes, of us. That part. Uh, and I don't care. I don't care how much, how much, uh, how a biblical scholar you are, how much scripture you know, how long you've been walking with the Lord. Like we, we, we all, we all mess up. We all got issues. We all got stuff. And you look at the biggest heroes in the Bible. They all got stuff. They all had stuff. Um, so we all just trying to work this thing out the best way we can. And, um, the, the more you, the more you learn about the Bible, the more probably questions you'll have about the Bible. Right. Why was this left yes. out? You know, why, why did, you know, why, why is King James version, the, the, the first, the, the first accepted version and, you know, it, King James version has probably changed from the original manuscript. So like it's, it's so many questions you have about it. So we're all just trying to work it out as best as we can. And I think the, the, the saving grace is the grace of God. Like yes. that, that, that's what we all have. And, and we need to extend the same kind of grace that God gives us. We need to learn to extend that to other people. Amen. I love what just playing 12 I I said it and a little wrap up they put on that thing church is generational um it is time for next generation we have to be vigilant during the transition uh and I'm seeing transitional things happening even where I'm at now and it's like it, it is 
important to be about your business during these transitions and during these times. So as we are transitioning um, to a new church body, because if you think about it, the, even the TD Jakes of the world, they're at retirement age. Yeah. Like nobody wants to really think about that, but th you know what I'm saying? Like nobody can afford to retire. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure Bishop Kate. Well, he, he can. He can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. it, it is, and, and as they want to move, it is time to move into a next step. Um, being able to address these questions and answer these questions, and as somebody I think it was Derek talking about including scholarship inside of the church. Is going to be an important thing. And so, yeah, it's a great conversation. And it's an important conversation um, that we have to continue to have in order to make sure holiness is all holiness is always right. Yes, I understand that. But it's like to make sure that we are continuing to be relevant, as we say, um, is important. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, we all want to see the kingdom of God advanced. Right. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say, you cannot advance the kingdom of God if you ignore culture. Mm -hmm. mm. If you ignore the current culture, mm. you're not advancing anything. Mm. And I'm not saying you have to completely conform to culture. Right. Right. But you have to be aware of it. And you and have to know how you can inject the gospel in culture effectively. Mm -hmm. and and to be able to identify those things that we see as truth that were actually just culture when it started out and may not have actually been truth. There you go. Exactly. Lead with love. Like seriously, if we focus <laughs> on love, everything else will be taken care of. Mm -hmm. That's why it's the greatest commandment. Love God, love each other, love your neighbor as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. Fitz asks, but is the church or elders willing to acknowledge and accept said change transitions? Some are, yep. some are not, and the ones that are not will be left behind. And the ones that are are winning. Yep. I, I, hate, I hate to use the term winning because it's not a competition. Prospering. Prospering. Yes. There we because you see some people doing it differently, and you see how they're rolling and their ministry. Right. It is far and wide and it's affecting change right? in people. And so, yeah. It's just like with families and it's not, you know, I just want to say this isn't some big drop off where if you're over 60, then no, sit back. You have nothing else to say. That's not it. It's a natural transition, just like in family, whereas right. you may have been the one cooking all the food for Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe now you're kids cook the Thanksgiving dinner and you get to show up, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that it's a, it's a good thing. It's, it's seasons. It's a good thing. And the transition is not a termination of the, the more seasoned saints. We still need you. Okay. Talk about that. And that 401k check. Okay. Oh. We still need you. The way, the way I see it is, I was he, ready to co-sign her, but then she talked about their four hundred one k check, which is real though. We need the ties, amen. Hello, hello. But, the the way I see it is, we are all torch bearers, right? So mm -hmm. you you get the torch from the generation before you, 
Right. You carry the torch until your time is up, but you have to pass that torch at some point. Like you cannot let the torch. <laughs> if if you think, think about the Olympics, if, if, I, if, I, if I'm an Olympic Olympic athlete and I'm and I'm carrying the torch, um, if I let the torch burn out, the cauldron doesn't get lit. On, right. On open exactly. the ceremonies. So you you gotta pass the torch on to the next when you have your time, and your time is good unto the glory of God. At some point, you gotta pass it on. Mm-hmm. And and through that, and the difference is that um, you had to bring along those that next generation. You can't just say I'm done, I'm out. You have to guide them. Like and and I'm and and somebody can correct me as I say this because this is definitely not not my level of expertise as far as scripture goes. But if you look at the Bible, uh, as far as mentor goes, you have Paul and Timothy. Paul did his mm-hmm. thing, and then he handed it off to Timothy. If Timothy had not been under the the um, the tutelage. the tutelage. I, I didn't want to use that word, but yeah, that's on where I why, why didn't you want to use it? Because it's a churchy word. It's, a, it's not you know. No, it's <laughs> under the tutelage of like it's I, a scholarly I, word. It's just go, academic. Yeah, yeah. It's academic. If, if we hadn't been under the under the tutelage of 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 Timothy, we wouldn't have all the contributions that Timothy gave us in scripture. Mm-hmm. Amen. Can we get uh, kind of wrap it up, Tracy? Can I get can I get Tracy Jackson's? Uh, Transition is not termination. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Transition look at her. Not... Look at her new newish generation in her image. There. Yeah, her, her grandbabies. You better go ahead and show those beautiful babies. I want to thank Tracy Jackson for joining us on the air tonight. Amen. You know, usually one of my ghost watchers. I see you, sister. All right. Hallelujah. Love her to death. And I want to reiterate this one more time because, well, y- y'all get messages from people. I don't. But, <laughs> but we are not saying. We are not saying to if you have if you believe the the Lord is saying live a certain way or, or behave a certain way. We're not saying you should change that belief. Right. We're not saying that if you're a leader in the church, we're not saying tell your people to change that belief. What we are saying is if you have a belief and you believe the Lord is saying that it just can't be a feeling in your gut. You got to be able to explain it. And it needs to be back with some rationale. Because this generation wants rationale. And if you want to reach this generation, you got to give rationale. Now, they may not agree with your rationale, and that, that's fine, but you got to have some kind of rationale, not just because this is just the way it is. It's actually a positive thing because it allows, uh, when you have to explain what you are thinking and what you are believing, it reinforces it into yourself and allows you to better hone and craft what your thoughts and beliefs are. Yeah. I actually had that to me happen to me just recently. But professionally, but it's it's an important thing. Yeah. So whatever it is, whether it's LGBT, uh, abortion, women in ministry, uh, women preaching, like any of that stuff, the the way a person should dress, all that kind of stuff. You could have your beliefs if that's what you believe God is saying to you. But you need to arm your people with the rationale in Scripture. Amen. Thank you, thank you to the, uh, the I forget who sent it to. Well, that was from Natalie. So uh, props again, thanks to Nat- Natalie James for uh, sending us that article. Amen. I because I am not term. a normal reader of Essence magazine. Yes, you are. So shout out to <laughs> shout out to <laughs> the ghost reader. Yeah, give me yeah, I, 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 I go. I hate. I hate read Essence exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. All right, so we're going to move on real quick before we get out of here because we've been talking about this for a while. Between that and and your license plate, we 
Hey, my license plate is fire. I already got an idea for the next one. Let me just get the whip first, and then I'm going to show you. Go ahead. It's all right. Go ahead. All right. I want y'all to see this video. Um, You know, sometimes um, before or after church, you get hungry. Um, You know, sometimes you got multiple services. During church. Uh, During church. But So uh, I'm going to show you how this this woman solved the whole um, being hungry at church problem. Oh, no, sister. This is just we are in we are in church. Look at this she got her whole to go box. So uh for the audio listeners, um there's a woman sitting in church and we are in church and she is just unapologetically just she has a whole to go container and she's just eating whatever it is. I'm not sure what it is, but just unbothered. She got a fork. I mean, this is like she went to a place, got her to go order, brought it back, and decided to partake. Let's talk about this because there's multiple levels we really need to address here. First of all, this was a premeditated munching. Well, yeah, she knew like, what she, she was do. Oh, she yeah. got her whole box, and uh-huh. it's one of those ones that is divided into multiple compartments. So you know there are more. There is a bread, there is a protein, there, there's probably some greens somewhere in there as well. And if you look, what is making me mad is how comfortable she has made herself. Her legs are crossed. She is daintily picking at the food. And when she's chewing it, she's nibbling it. So it's not one of those, let me rustle this piece of whatever real quick and put it in my mouth and, and, and try to hide it. No, she has brought the fork from the plate to her lips and let you see she is going to nibble and chew on this for a while. And she's, she went, oh, she put it back down, dabbed it in the sauce. It was going to bring it back up for another bite. This sister is just being blatant. I That's a good point. Derek said those are hotel chairs. I was looking well, for that word, but, like if banquet. You listen, if you listen to the sister in the videos, the sister in the video is saying she's in church. She, yeah, But she, maybe it's a... Like a um a retreat or a convention. I don't know. So, because that does that doesn't look like a church. That does look like a room in a banquet hall or a hotel. I agree. And so maybe there's lunches coming or lunches before or something <laughs> she, like that. She got hers early. So yeah, because I just feel like, and I've seen people do that at conferences. Oh, okay. Where they um yeah, especially if it's a little lax, they like look. I gotta eat. Yeah, both cut out. All right, so no, I'm here. It's distracting. Uh, no. Fitz makes a real good point, and I'm gonna show y'all here. Fitz says we are the ushers. Yes. Who? Where's security? Who's doing their job? The church mothers want to bother me about some gum, but this lady got a whole box, and she allowed to munch. That's all I'm saying. I can tell you, growing up, this would not have flown in my church. Oh, there no. was no. there was an usher in my church. Sister Gordon, that's that sister was a gum. <laughs> she was a gum sniper. Sister Gordon could be on one end of the church ushering, and you were on the other end. And Sister Gordon will come up to you real stealth, right? So you won't even know. The next thing you know, you get a tap on your shoulder and a, na- a hand with a napkin in it, and that's it. And you knew right away you was caught. The jig sister was Gordon, up. Yeah, she and she would just look at you and look at the napkin, look at you. Look at the napkin, and you just knew. And she didn't care how old you were either. Like she would do this to the older saints, the younger saints. She didn't care what the title was, 
missionary. She didn't care who you were. You was chewing gum in church. Sister Gordon wasn't having none of that. She was she was super nice, but she was a gum sniper. <laughs> Yo, can I get? It's a little bit further up there because you get just playing twelve. You might just scroll up for half a second. Just playing twelve. Got the, the last comment. <laughs> well, you want to support your pastor, but you ain't missing Cracker Barrel senior discount. <laughs> that is funny. That does look like a Cracker Barrel container. Not it to does. Say that I know. Not just just they playing twelve. Why do you know? It's already so cheap. You you ain't nowhere near. Why you Everywhere. why you worry about senior you. discount? You ain't nowhere near the senior discount. <laughs> hey man, this is his grandparents. A, are. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't nothing but good eating right here. And this sister, she, it's just hilarious how comfortable she is to me. It's I really distracting. Do. She's doing the most. It's what is the, order. It's one of the more distracting things you see in church. Let me ask you this question. Where did the concept of no gum in the sanctuary come from? Well, I, I can tell you from as an usher, as a former usher. Okay. Uh, I think it's because people don't know how to dispose of their gum properly. Yeah. People okay. will take the gum and then stick it in the pew. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's that that's I can movie. understand. Yeah. That and I also, some people pop gum. Gum is audible. And so you're not supposed to be making unnecessary background noise that's true um so i think that's another thing but also you know it's fun (laughs) no i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) just snatch and go well i hope this lady can't get a good peppermint or altoid i see the other neighbors talking about their gum snipers uh jasmine talking about her sister hattie who ain't having none of this sister bessie and her bessie yeah Uh uh-huh even, even though Sister Gordon was a gum sniper, Sister Gordon was the vitamin C connect. Like she, I don't know why, but she would have vitamin C in a napkin. And these like the chewable vitamin Cs, she would have vitamin C in a napkin, like a, a bunch no. of vitamin C. She was like the vitamin no. C connect. I don't know. Why were y'all taking vitamin C from Sister Gordon? <laughs> this <laughs> this sounds like an issue. Y'all was being oh, dosed and y'all don't even know. <laughs> what you couldn't get you couldn't do no gum. What in the name of Jonesboro was going on yeah, at your church? The vitamin C connect you get it for. All right, since we talk about food, I want y'all to uh, oh. Seems like something you need a consent form sign. Yes, for, you can't be passing that stuff out <laughs> to people's <laughs> kids. Vitamin C is how you make no sense. I, I think vitamin C is like the few vitamins you can't overdose on. Like you can't get it. You can't have too much of that. I think. <laughs> Just for the record, I want y'all to check this out. Since we're talking about food at church, um, coming soon oh. to a get out. I would. Real? Is that a real thing, Cliff? Are you joking? I don't know. I think it's a meme. But now I'm going to. It looks it. like it might be according fake. to lit Catholic memes right here. I just saw the picture. Oh, it's ca- oh. I just saw you the got me online. on Google right now. I, figured, I saw the picture online. I figured y'all would get a kick out of this. Because, you know, I, I just. For all y'all that love your pumpkin spice. Why can't we add a little flavor to it? That oh, costs extra. Church budgets. I'm over here looking. It's all just symbolic. Church budgets. The type. No, I'm looking on Amazon. I don't see it. <laughs> would you? Would you supply your church with this if it was a? Real yes, hundred percent. I would put an extra two dollars in the offering oh, plate if it I would, meant that I could get. Oh, I would goodness. personally take money out of my account to make this happen. <laughs> I would here, here. This ain't This ain't for nothing else than this. 
Absolutely specifically not. for pumpkin spice. You know what? I feel like this is a good idea. People might not people might not like the color because I think the color for the unleavened bread, da da da. But if we could figure out how to get the flavors right without necessarily um you know messing up the color too much. This is a business just waiting to you happen. Can't, see, you can't have flavors because there's so many people that not, they may not be down with that flavor. So everyone doesn't like pumpkin spice. So what no. do you do then? Then you got a whole thing. As a deacon, you already it's got enough better issues. Better than the styrofoam. You, you already got you already got enough are. issues yeah. handing out communion. Now you got people's preferences. So what you want? Different flavored juice? You want apple juice and grape juice? You like, can change it out. <laughs> Anything is better than styrofoam. So do you have two lines? Like if this is the pumpkin spice line over here, this is the regular wafer <laughs> line over here. Like you, Bro, I'm it. seeing all types of articles. See, just playing salt, salt and vinegar community chips. See, y'all coming all these flavors now. Salt and vinegar. Oh, salt and People going to want barbecue. <laughs> mm. Brother, I'm seeing articles about these gluten-free pumpkin spice wafers. And I don't know thing. if everybody's joking or if this is a thing. Now I have not... to go do research. See? This is a real thing. <laughs> hey, hey, unity, unity. If I find these, we are having them. Period. <laughs> I will be at the door handing mine out by hand. Here, you, one for you, one for you. Yes. Um, we're going to get these pumpkin spice wafers popping. Okay, Max said Texas toast, or this would be the best one: the Texas Roadhouse Bread. rolls, oh. the dinner rolls. What happened to unleavened? We're, we've gone off the road. <laughs> we've gone. So Y'all just see now. My church used to use challah bread for for communion, but the problem got to be yeah. No, I get, I get that. People I was going up in there the pulling too big in chunks, and they was. Yo, we would literally have people waiting for us after service to get the leftover loaf for the bread. It, it was a bit much, because that's back in the day when people would you was pulling pulling it off by your own piece off by hand. See, we never experienced this. Oh yeah, at my church. I can attest because you know because we've been doing a lot of church at home because of COVID, uh -huh. and so church at home, community at home. I can attest that I've had to use um, Red Lobster biscuits. And the anointing still flows, even with hey, red lobster man. biscuits for communion. I'm just just to let y'all know, in if, case anybody Lord, Jesus be a red lobster. If the Lord can make the rock cry out, Amen. Hello, he can touch a red lobster biscuit. Still flows in the red lobster. Oh, biscuit. sanctified! Come on. <laughs> I got one more thing I want to show y'all. In case you didn't know, Kanye West oh, has dominated the gospel charts for the past two weeks. As you can see here through this graphic, his songs are one through twenty plus. Uh, on the gospel charts. Do you guys have any thoughts about uh, Brother West dominating the gospel charts? Is this his new album? This is Donda, yes. Whatever. I, if it was the old one, I could have messed with it. They doing too much with this. Yo, what's interesting to me, first of all, I think whatever. I, I don't, it wasn't a gospel album. Anyway, it was more interesting to me is watching some old head gospel artists get on Instagram and other social medias and talk about this. John P. Key has been more than a little vocal on how he feels about this. What does he and, say? Oh, he ain't happy, player. It's like, really? It, it, for us to all say, I'm not trying to be a hater, but he going to take 
every single spot. Like John Bikey just posted that with this graphic. And then what's interesting is it only takes one person to say something and then start reading the comments and some of your favorite gospel artists start popping up inside there with something to say. It's always interesting how this goes. I <laughs> I, I don't know if Ye is going to be invited <laughs> to whatever cookout they have. Well, I, I think when you think of it, it's, it's pure numbers. Like he has, he has notoriety that That's what they were no saying. one else in gospel has. So you can take any one of his status and have them release a, a decent sounding gospel art song, and it's going to hit the charts. Right. I'm not saying like this one, but it's going to, it's going to, people are going to stream it th right. thousands of times. Was Dom the gospel though? It, it had, it had Christian, it had. Uh, Christian, Christian themes, themes in it. So that's people... not gospel. A lot of things have Christian themes in it. Well, some of the gospel artists are making Christian themed music. That's true. Music as opposed to you know, speak your truth. You know, they ain't got no Shirley Caesar growls going on. So <laughs> I think all are welcome. People, just it's it's a moment. It'll pass. I'm with Cliff. What like? What do you expect? Like, what yeah. do we think was gonna happen? It's just, it's, it's yeah. In the same token, the the same. I'm not saying it's John B. Key, but gospel artists will say that accolades don't matter. I'm doing this for the Lord, but then let somebody get accolades and they salty. So I mean, feel how you want to feel about it, gospel artists. Be mad if you want to be mad, but yes. the thing is that. That uh, he is getting people to to listen to music about Jesus. That's that right. Other people are not. I mean, that's 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 what it is. Is uh, that's not the best shot for him? Does he have it's something not. going on? I, I don't. I that's don't know. I don't. <laughs> so X Hip Hop World. I guess they put this graphic together. I don't know why they chose that of all graphics, but they did. Well, that's been his motif lately. Maybe that's why he was wandering around with a stocking cap on his head during some of the Donda shows. Oh. Did anybody see that? Hey, and I do want to say this. Shout out to the listeners who've been watching, and y'all saw them two uh, trolls pop up in our comments asking for money. That's hilarious. We act, ain't going to act like it didn't happen just now. Uh, but I, I was hilarious. I would say this to anybody who has any artist who has issue with what Kanye West um, you know, getting this notoriety. Number mm -hmm. one, um, I mean the the brothers. I I don't, I don't think we should be turning anyone away who's making music about Jesus, whether you like it or not. He's making music about Jesus. And number two, if you got an issue, make better music. Oh. You know, if you got an issue with the music he's making, then you go out and you make music that's better, and oh. and people will support it. Now, will they support it to to this number? Probably not because more people just know about Kanye West than they do about most of the gospel artists combined. No, all the gospel artists. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. But if you got an issue with it, go out and make better music. Cliff is feeling spicy today. That little article about millennials in the beginning got him sized up, and that brother <laughs> doing no, he's been just, spicy ever saying. since. That it's, brother. Like, like, it's, like, it's like the, the whole sports <laughs> thing. If you don't like, if you don't like this this athlete beating you, go out and beat. Go him. beat him. That's yeah. true. That's a valid point. Cliff is feeling spicy. I heard that. Yeah, I'm not Tell mad him, at Cliff. it. I, I started listening to this album the other day okay. on my walk. Yeah, I mean, I didn't listen. I do like the song that um, Andre 3000 is on, but oh um, 
I will tell you, I'm not, I wasn't like, you know, tripping over myself to say, oh my gosh, why did that take so long to to listen to this? So that that's that's what I'll say um about it. But I'm not mad at it. It's all are welcome. There's limitless, like if if people are or ask him, can he include you on the next album? <laughs> like that's the that's other. true. That's true. That, that's the other option. Like Snoop did. Try to get you a cameo. Exact. Like just try to get in on it. What it is, is what it is. I ain't mad at it overall, I guess. Yeah. I thought I thought the music, I thought the album was, was okay. You know, I'm not gonna say, oh my god, this is so anointed. I thought it was cool. And apparently a lot of people like listen to it. I gotta see what's going on with his head. That's all. Yeah. Right well, he looks better than uh Kim at the Met Gala when Jasmine is is talking about that. Kim, uh, and you don't have to picture <laughs> this. Kim is at the Met Gala looked like a woman in crisis. Okay. Okay. And so I just want y'all to pray for her. Well, okay. I mean, well, tell me she did Pray just go it. through a divorce this past year. So yeah, officially divorced yet? I don't even know. But she still looks like she's very much going through. So you just just send send an extra prayer her way. Mention her name as you go to the throne. Send so love and light. Amen. That's all I got. Do you have a rant for the people? Yeah, I really don't want to say what I do is ranting. It's more just bringing up some thoughts that okay. really have been on my mind. And so just a couple of thoughts really quickly, um, maybe at an excited level. So first and foremost, I went into my office on Monday morning. I was rushing in. I had to be on a meeting by 8.15. I may have been running a little bit late. And so it was like a solid 8.05. And I had to get my computer turned on and everything. And I go and I look down. I'm like, oh, what's that on the ground? And I was there was a piece of lint. And so I'm trying to keep my stuff like tight. I'm trying to keep my office tight. I don't like it to look nasty when people come in. It was a big old piece of lint. I'm like, what is this piece of lint here? And I look at it I'm like, oh, is that a bug? What is this? And I kicked it with my foot and it didn't move. It was it was wasn't moving. So I went to pick it up to put it in the trash. And as I picked it up, I saw that it was an eyelash. <laughs> So on today, I'm going to ask all my people wearing fake eyelashes out there, keep tracking your caterpillars. Keep them caterpillars off the ground and be pay attention to them. I shouldn't be. And how was that even sanitary? I don't know. There was so many layers to this thing. It looked disgusting. How do you even wear that on your face? And let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. How did you not notice that you had lost a whole side of your face? Why would you just leave? It probably fell out of her pocket. Why was it in your pocket? pocket? And not on your face. Because just... that was an extra pair or an old pair or something. Why? why? All these. This, you know why this doesn't happen to me, Dre? Because no one's allowed in my office. This. <laughs> I get lots of student traffic, so I didn't know who it yeah, was. Yeah, I know. I know. But I was just like, this is so disgusting. Why is this on my floor? So I'm just asking y'all, please keep track of your eyelashes. And let me tell you what. I've come to learn this. 
and I'm going to speak maybe slightly out of ignorance, but I'm going to speak on it. There are levels to these eyelashes. And some of y'all wearing some cheap, bogus, fake eyelashes, and you look crazy. You look crazy. The thing I saw on my ground that I picked up with my hand, I had to disinfect. I didn't know exactly where it had been. Guess what? If that had been on your face, you would have looked like a nutball. So I'm going to ask you, if you're going to wear these fake eyelashes, don't be wearing something that look make you look crazy out here. You know what it is. You know what it is. Stop that. Stop that. Do better and know where your eyelashes are. That's all I'm going to say. I got one more thing that's just been on my mind and on my heart. And I think I want us to do better as a nation and as a world. I really have been going through. I like to keep my moisturizers. You know, moisturizers are important to me, right? Yes, we know. And one of the things that had really been on my heart and my mind, I had recently gotten to the bottom of my facial moisturizer. And it got me to thinking about the large amount of money wasted on lotion, moisturizers, toothpastes, etc., that are left in the bottle because we can't get it off the side. I paid for 3.2 ounces of Aveeno facial moisturizer. There's at least 0.2 ounces still on the side of that bottle. How am I supposed to get that? Look at this pinky. Look at this. You pinky. turn it upside down. No, nah, man. You can still be patting and patting and patting. There's some that's just going to be on the side. You're not going to get yeah. out. No, you got to turn it upside down and like leave it there. Brother, like, I like can use it. So you use it and then you turn it upside down and then you go about your business. And the next time you come <laughs> back to it, the higher the level day, stuff ain't moving like day, that, player. You need to use it. Some of that <laughs> higher level stuff ain't moving like that. Oh, Jasmine I, says, I cut my. Oh, can I get Jasmine on the oh, screen? Oh, see, there you go. I Jasmine wasn't. Oh my gosh, there are people answering this question. I wasn't expecting this. Oh my gosh, there's three of them. So there are people evidently in these streets. Can I get the next person? <laughs> Cliff, give me, give me Fitz. Cliff, give me Fitz. There's Fitz. What? Cliff, give me Richard. Give, give me, give me Richard. Give me That's Richard. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, evidently. There are multiple of y'all in these streets cutting bottles, cutting over bottles. Oh no, there's more. There's more. Here's uh Tracy. Oh, this is a thing. First even, of all, even the children. First of wow. all, wow. I was only joking halfway, but <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm going to do this now. Oh, according to your sister, there's special spatulas. There's special spatulas you can buy to get the last of the product. But the Aveeno Vision, which you know how small that is? That's hard to get a spatula in there. But you anyway. Mean the one with the pump? That's yes, with the pump. And the I pump used to use too. that one. That's that why it's a special seems spatula. like a hard thing to, to get out. cut open. Yes. But I'm, I'm going to let y'all do that. I'm, I'm not cutting. I am going to start well, cutting. Well, mine, mine comes in a, in a glass jar. Ooh, you you want to hold so this level. I don't level. have those problems anymore. I'm not glass jar money level. I know what you're doing there, sis. I'm Jasmine, not Jasmine is giving you more game. I use a brush and dig and scrape. I ain't wasting nothing. nothing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm paying, if I'm paying over $20 for this moisturizer, all of it, that bottle better be bone dry. 
by the time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to use that. Yeah, yep. it, it would annoy I guess me. Guessing Don is referring to the spatula. That's not okay. If you could put a good sister Abdullah, if you could put a link to the spatula on Amazon uh, in the, the chat. spatula, that's probably cost twenty five cents to make. We would be it's we would be appreciative. Hey, but if I use that two or three times, I've made up my money already, <laughs> because I'm losing all types of moisturizers. And let me tell. Let me let me talk about this real quick. One of the <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. I love her. Baby, I love you. You're not listening. You're probably asleep by now in any case. Hey, none of y'all go snitching to my wife, okay? One of the things that we had to work through in the initial transition of being married was we address certain things in different ways. One of the things we address differently is toothpaste. Okay. So there are two ways to handle toothpaste. The right way and the wrong way. The wrong way is to just squeeze the toothpaste bottle from any old tube, from any old place in the tube, willy-nilly. Because if you read the instructions on the tube, it says four best results. Maybe squeeze from the Maybe. end. Maybe she don't want the best results. She just want results. She Maybe she don't want the best be ones. Out here, Maybe just, it's not the best results for her. Just okay? squeezing <laughs> willy-nilly in the middle of the tube and just earthing my whole... Let me tell you. Okay. I was younger than my marriage at this point. I had been by myself for a long time. You just happy to be married. And just, No. Just, here's oh, what okay. happened. It irked me to the point where I went out and bought my own tube of toothpaste. Because she refused to squeeze it properly. I believe so, in that. So for, for all that's you, cheaper than getting a divorce. For, for <laughs> so I believe you, in that. For all of you uh marriage counsel, for all you people that that's listening and watching that right. counsel others in, before they get married, make sure you add a toothpaste oh. discussion to your list of things that you talk to your couples. But let me talk about this though. It took me a couple years to get past this, and I realized, and because this is just I realized. I am not diagnosed with anything. I just have some tendencies that tend to be a little, a little specific. Okay. And I'm very specific about some things. Uh, see, Pastor Hampton, put Pastor Hampton on the screen. But Pastor, he agrees with me. Oh, he's a mess. You have every, I had every right to ask for an annulment because you just randomly squeezed the toothpaste. <laughs> See, it's a good thing she was. You civilized her, her savage, savage tendencies. She was out of touch. Okay, let's be clear. She still squeezes from anywhere. But I have just learned, and it took me a while to learn this. My dad gave me, I love him to death. He gave me one of the best pieces of advice early, very early in my marriage. He said, there are certain things that are not her problem. It's a you problem. Yes. And I'm like, my dad's supposed to be on my side. But he's like, no, this is not a her problem. This is toothpaste. This is a you problem. And that very simple thing. Oh, Jasmine. Jasmine, I, I'm going to get to that. First of all. Jasmine out here. Jasmine out here cutting everything. Can I, can I get Jasmine on the screen? What Jasmine's bathroom look like? Jasmine, Jasmine. Jasmine. Jasmine says, I cut my toothpaste too, in case you're wondering. Can we talk about this? She I'm gonna did. talk about it because oh, wow. Jasmine knows my wife. She loves my wife. I'm telling you, my wife. I feel at times she is a pre throwawayer. 
Oh, Preetha. Oh, it's still, I, it's still stuff left in there. I think there. you can get oh, another yeah. two to three possibly good days out of that toothpaste. You just got to put a lot of effort into how you squeeze it. And you got to come at the right angle. You got to have powerful thumbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so yeah, I, I have been known. I have been known to pick up toothpaste tubes from the trash can. And I used to make a uh, spectacle of it. I said, ain't nothing wrong with this toothpaste. I realized after a while, I look crazy. I've been blessed. Oh. Both me and my wife made too much money for me to be picking up, picking up empty toothpaste things out the can, out the trash can, and 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 going back in and saying, "Hey, we gonna still use this." You can never make too much money to waste toothpaste. And so, never. what I do is I don't say anything anymore. I just pick yeah. it back out the trash can, and so yeah. I stop making a, a big issue of it. But here's my thing. Squeezing toothpaste incorrectly is one of my pet peeves, mm -hmm. along with how you place your toilet tissue. Mm -hmm. To be very clear, it should be over and not under. Under leads to possibilities of the toilet tissue falling onto the floor, and then you have dirty toilet tissue and you're wasting squares. Over, not under. If it just starts unrolling, let's be clear about that. Um, another thing that I am, I had another thing that I am also particular about. I This is something that struck me today. I have a microwave in my office. I have provided students with the option at times of using the microwave. Why are you coming in? Brother, brother, hey, I have food for my students. I have all types of things. I'm going to make sure my babies get what they need. You over here I got over over Kraft Cheesy Mac. Okay. Yep. Oh, we I actually had Kraft Cheesy Mac in yeah, in I've, my, my mic in my office. But anyway, um, one of the things that irked me the most, I came in today and I noticed there was no food in there, but there was still three seconds left on that microwave. If you don't use the microwave time all the way through, clear it. <laughs> clear it. Don't be leaving seconds that on the microwave. Irks my nerves to no end. Oh, Irks my nerves. And I realize once again, this is a me issue. It is a you. That, that, that I is. just got a scene of him like going to his office. Oh, like pulling to my three seconds left. It, it was literally three seconds. Did I say three seconds? Did you know that? Did oh, I say three seconds? I think you said, said, you said three three seconds. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm about to say you're a mind reader. It was three seconds. Three seconds. So it I hurts think... my nerve. Get Fitz on the screen. Get Fitz on the oh, Fitz wow. is with me. Uh, and he said, "My talk... wife does this. Uh, oh, it, is, it irks my entire soul." Yes, with the hey. microwave. I, yes, I, I just, I just hit reset. It's not clear. I mean, it. If someone leaves it, I just clear it. Be considerate. Be kind. Rewind. <laughs> so <laughs> just clear. So and now I realize these are me issues. But I'm going to open to the floor. Are there any other issues that you all may go through that, like, you realize it's a little unreasonable, but it irks your spirit? So, or is it just me? So I just want to say, before we get to it, I just want to say, I think that everyone who's married, right. I think you have this, this moment early on in your marriage where you, 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 you think or you look to your spouse and, and think, I didn't know you did that. Yeah, yeah. No matter how long y'all been together, I didn't know you did that. And yeah. then you think, can you stop? 
Yes, we should we should totally do a show. Where we bring the all yes. we, bring the, we bring the spouses on. Yes, and we all talk about how we go to each other's. Yeah, lives. and sometimes you find yourself driving yeah, we, home and just thinking, "What would happen if I just didn't go home?" <laughs> oh, <good Lord. laughs> and, and we we should have neighbor spouses on too. What would happen if I just be like kept twenty of us driving? I who's ever done this where? You have like a work meeting or a mm-hmm. work thing that ends mm-hmm. early, right? But you don't You're just taking that little bit of time for yourself. Just taking you that just little- sort of pretend, like yeah. I mean, you don't you don't tell anybody that I it think. ended early or didn't. You just you like hmm, can take a Guess take what? this extra hour oh, or two I'll for myself. I will take vacation days and not tell my wife. I will. I will take whole vacation, and, and I'll, we should have talked off. about this before. I will, no, I will be off. I'll, I'll still be home. I won't even leave. I'll just. Right. I'll just have the day off. I'll still and she home. doesn't know. And, she, and she, no, man. If my wife people, did that to me one time. I was hot. You, if the people in my house know you got free time, they find a way. They, to they fill it up. They find a they way to fill it up. up. Can you do this? For, no. Can you so go I, get such I, and I such? Take, I will take vacation. I will. I will still come right in this office and just sit and do other stuff. Yeah, and take vacation days. Yeah. They never know about it. My wife yeah. tried to get me one time with that. I, I'm gonna admit I was a little hurt. Like, oh, you're not going today? No. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. I'm just just not going in today. I was like, oh, by this time I couldn't even. I was fully dressed and getting ready to go out the door. I was hurt. I had to think about it. Once again, my father's words rang in my head. This is a you issue, yeah. not a her issue, and so I had to remember that. But yeah, it's, it's I was hurt and it's surprised a little bit. It's okay. I'm moving past it. It was two years ago. I, I think that this is you can't help but to have those things when you've been married long enough, and it actually doesn't take long for you to find long. the things that your spouse does it takes that like takes you off. 24 hours. <laughs> here's the exactly here's the thing that Chris does. He plays with his wedding ring. It what? drives me insane. Like Why? On his, like on his finger or like he's like throwing it up in Why the air? On his finger. He'll take it off his finger. He'll put it back on his finger. He'll do like this. He'll put it on different fingers. It's like a nervous tick thing. And right. I don't like he doesn't even know he's doing it. That's that's the thing that um that gets me but i will tell you the other way and you and your wife can do this mm-hmm. don't say this is a flex okay you know how i solved all the because i had we had serious bathroom issues okay. i started using a different bathroom in the house and i understand now that. the bathroom that i use oh my gosh it's so girly and wonderful it doesn't have any of his smells it Whoa. only has my smells. Whoa, it doesn't all, have any of wonderful. anybody else's stuff. <laughs> yeah, you smell wonderful when you get out the shower. You don't smell <laughs> wonderful when you get in the shower. It has, so I have a whole thing. And so when I come upstairs, I do use the bathroom. I have a full bathroom in my basement. I use that bathroom. When I come upstairs, Chris is always like, it smells so good down there. Exactly. <laughs> My don't wa- use my bathroom. bathroom. Can I get Pastor Hampton on the screen real quick? Talk about the closet. Yes, I do this. I don't like an unorganized closet. Hangers not going the same way. There's I no agree. type of order. 
I am that way. I realized I had an issue when I was <laughs> I was rearranging my wife's hangers. Cause she would just put in the wrong ones with the wrong ones. There were specific, there were different types of hangers. They should go together. After a while, I had to stop color coordinating them because that was becoming a bit much. But and I may have thrown away a hanger or two that was just a stray hanger, a random hanger. Yeah, yeah like no, we have specific hangers that I've been I buying. Yes. That's, that doesn't fit my aesthetic. Why is that hanger here? Exactly. If, if no, like I completely agree with that. If the hanger from the store doesn't match what I have going on in my house and it's not damaging the product in any way, it's got to go. Uh, I can yeah, I agree with that. Those are cheap hangers that you get at the store anyway. Those yep. are not quality hangers. They mess up your clothes. You can order from Amazon or go to Home Goods yep. and get a huge thing of Stack like of hangers. nice hangers that will be better on your fabric. Mm -hmm. And it makes your it it adds visual simplicity to your closet, and that will make you feel better, even if you don't think it does. Yep, yep. It makes you feel better when you figure out your clothes. I've I've taken us in a direction, Doctor T. Do you have anything for the people? No, I have nothing. My thing was pray for Kim. Okay, pray for, pray for Cardiac, Kim. So, yeah, pray for Kim. I wanna. Yeah, even even the young people are triggered by certain things. Uh, CJ said, "When somebody confuses Star Wars and Star Trek, <laughs> oh, that yeah. is uh, an issue. That is the, an issue." In their, he in their world. does not like that. <laughs> my my brother, I love me, me and CJ can nerd out together, and we do on a regular basis. When he's talking to the unlearned, he does not have. And if you were to to take. The personality of my sister's sarcasm, and he spends a lot of time with my pops, and so his uh, verboseness and his his um, what is it? What's the word you use? His language, his um, vocabulary, the vocabulary mm -hmm. of my father, okay. put it into a twelve-year-old. Oh goodness! And who doesn't have? And you know, at twelve. Not everything is like he's smart, he's intelligent, but he doesn't necessarily know. Hey, maybe you shouldn't say you're a dummy. <laughs> um, and he oh, will say man. you're a dummy See? in an intelligent way and use words from my father and put it all together. So go ahead in front of him and mix up Star Wars and Star Trek. He's going to give you a look of disdain and then he's going to say something about you and call you a dummy in a very intelligent way, though. And so the other thing a lot of neighbors are mentioning wire hangers. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you, wire hangers serve a purpose. For what? For, for your button-up shirts. Because No, they don't. Stop they're, that. They're, they're You're damaging fine. your button-up shirts. They're perfectly fine. And, and <laughs> no. it's good to, it's always good to have a couple wire hangers in the house because wire hangers also serve as a tool to get stuff sometimes. They are a tool. Sometimes, you, I was, yeah. sometimes when stuff is stuck in, in we'll see, you Maybe you'll understand. Your son is way too young for this, um, Dr. T. But when the children vacuum, and the children think they can just vacuum up or anything. anything. And so, but but Matt, don't say nothing while they're vacuuming. But when you go to vacuum, something is magically stuck. You've only been using the vacuum for 20 seconds. But, there's some, <laughs> but something is magically stuck in the vacuum. The wire hanger serves as a tool 
to clean up. I would agree with that. We got we had to use that to unlock doors. These doors lock. They have a lock um, inside the house, and so mm-hmm. we have had to use that a couple times to go punch the little thing out. And yeah, 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 when, yeah. yeah. When Cairo had locked himself in the room, oh, and he no. was much younger and didn't know how to unlock. Poor Ro. I know he, he started free. Who was more freaked out, you or him? I was freaking out. I mean, I he was, was playing like, with his toys. I was completely sleep. irrational. I was like, this house is coming down. Take it off the hinges. <laughs> Take it off Not the Not the door, the house. I was like, we're just going to have to burn it down. That doesn't make any sense. It's like the kid is in the house. I'm like, we're going to have to burn the house down. He can't. He's like, Yo. this is this happened the weekend we moved in here. Oh. I was like, the house has got to go. <laughs> I, I would have loved to see Chris's face. Like, I just need you to calm down. He was trying to figure out how to ask you to calm down without telling you to calm down. That poor brother, Chris. It's all right, brother Townsend. We with you. We are with you. Amen. We appreciate all of y'all who are still with us at this yeah. hour. As we talk about random madness. We have gone off and we appreciate y'all for help being with us. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, thank you to all the neighbors who hung with us this far into the show. And so if you're still here, you know what I'm about to say. We do this show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we appreciate all of you that hang with us live, that make comments, because y'all make the show so much better. Um, if you can't hang with us live, it's all right. You can always watch or listen to the show on demand. Go to turntainable.com for all the ways you can uh, check out the show Um Check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast, as long as you get your podcast from Spotify and Apple and, and Android. Uh, if you get it from somewhere else, then I don't know, but wherever you get your podcast from. And uh, also businessbully.tv, Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. A lot of different ways to watch the show. We don't care how you watch. We just appreciate the fact that you do watch. Much love to all the neighbors. All right. Y'all good? I'm good. Dr. T? Good. All right, neighbors, again, thank you so much. Until next time, take care and be blessed. Peace.